Business Tech Weekly, episode number three. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Business Tech Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Andy Traub. And this week, we're going to be talking about another wonderful topic that's going to help you in your business. Have you ever tried to send a large file to somebody, a client, a co-contributor on a project, only to find out you could never get it to go through because it's too darn big? Now, with us in our, our our techie world that we live in, Andy, I think sometimes we just take advantage of some of the tools that we've used over the uh, past few years to do things as simple as sending maybe a 40 or 50 megabyte file. And it's hard for me at times to, t- to take a step back out of my tech world that I live in, this tech bubble that I live in, and understand that there are still people out there today who are just now entering into more of a digital realm with their business. Do you know what I'm saying with that when I say that? There is a huge gap, Cliff, between many people in our audience, uh, those who listen to us, and uh, obviously just the general public. There is still a huge, huge digital gap, and so I completely understand what you're talking about. I, I, I'm amazed how many times when somebody says, hey, I would love to send you and audio feedback, but for some reason, when I record this digital audio file <laughs> in wave format that's yeah. you know four minutes long, it, it's a twelve megabyte file, and and it just won't come via email. And right. you know, I, I'm like, okay, what do I what do I consult with them on here as far as offering them help? Do right. I explain to them how to convert that to an MP3 file, which really compresses the size so that it'll fit as an attachment to an email? Or do I suggest to them one of the many services out there that allows you to send rather large files via the internet somewhat effortlessly, but sometimes there's a little bit more effort involved than others. But today's topic, of course, we're not going to be talking about MP3 compressions, but instead we are going to talk about sending large files. Andy, can you think of some different various reasons why you would send large files? What, what kind of large files are we talking about here? Well, that's the exciting thing, and that's why these, these sites have, have popped up and these services is because the answer to that question is changing all the time. There are, you know, who, who thought three years ago that we'd be able to talk face-to-face via the Internet seamlessly for free? And who thought you know, five years ago that you'd be sending huge video or huge audio or massive documents or PowerPoint presentations or, you know, you could name it, but no one ever fathomed that things would be so big that we'd have to send them across the internet. And and really, no one had a thought once email came out that anything would be so big that you couldn't even attach it to an email. But yeah, there has to be a better solution than, hey, I sent you seven emails with four attachments on each one because I couldn't fit them all in one email, you know? Yeah, and, and the big problem is today, how many of us have the ability to shoot video on our camera? Mm-hmm. You know, whether it be yeah. your little Canon point-and-shoot or your Kodak Easy Share or your Flip Mini or whatever they have out there these days, 
and, and even if you're actually taking a photo with your point and shoot, you know, what are we up to? Yeah. Like 190 megapixels or something? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty unbelievable. The you know, and we we've all got it. You know, Aunt Susie sends out a picture, and you click to open the attachment. All, all you can see is an eyeball. Yes. because the file is so huge that you know, obviously, and I've got a 20 some inch screen, and it would take up that and more. You know, exactly. Yeah, we've got huge files going out there. Um, computer sizes. You know, I've got a Mac with 10 gig hard drive. You know, which is laughable. Oh my you goodness. Know? Yeah, I, uh, dude, I can give you a thumb drive you could throw in there. Absolutely, I know. That's what the, you know, <laughs> Triple five, your size. three years ago, you could get a thumb drive with, you know, one gig for 50 bucks. And now you, you got 50 bucks, you can get a thumb drive with, you know, 32, 32 or 60, gigs, yeah. You know? Crazy. Well, you know, the thing is, is with photos, you know, even even one photo out of one of these cameras these days can be like four megs. And, yeah. and when... When you're absolutely limited to like two megs per email, you can't even break it up into multiple emails. So there are times when things come up, you'll need to send large files. And the reason why we're on this topic today, and this wasn't something that we had intended ahead of time, but instead, this is a perfect example of how you leaving audio feedback for our show can really steer the direction of where we go with a particular episode. And so I'd like to play some feedback from Jay Carter and uh, I'm going to play that for us now. Hello, Cliff and Andy. This is Jay Carter at HyperFocusedCoaching.com, calling in for Business Tech Weekly. I love the show. Here's my question. I am an ADHD coach, and I often have a need to send large files to clients. Sometimes they're recording. Sometimes they're zip files containing different documents. I think that ideally I'd like to be able to email someone a link and have them be able to download the file from that link. I've tried a few services. Dropio has a 100 megabyte limit for how much you can have there in the free version. Most of the others seem to artificially slow down the upload. I do use Google Apps as recommended by More Profit Technology, if that helps any. But my question is, what's the best way to routinely send large files to different people? Thanks, guys. All righty. So what is the best solution? First of all, Jay, thank you so much for becoming a, a, a recent gspn.tv plus member and also thank you very much for jumping right out of the gates and leaving some wonderful audio feedback uh, to provide us some great content and direction for our show it's it's really great to have you call in i'll never forget jay cliff because i'm plus member 304 yes he's number 305 so we'll always be plus member buddies that is awesome And if you want to be plus member number 306, you could do that right now. GSPN.tv slash plus. But anyway, um, yeah, so so Jay left us this voicemail. And by the way, great plug for moreprofittechnology.com. Uh, and I, put a, I basically went to the forum over at gspn.tv slash forum. And that's something we haven't mentioned up until just now, is that gspn.tv, our network, has a forum where you can register for free and you can have conversations based about around this or just about any of our shows here at gspn, gspn.tv. And if you go to gspn.tv slash forum, look for the section that says gspn.tv's Business Tech Weekly. And you'll see that this conversation, as soon as it came in, I went in and cr- created a thread in there. And I'll tell you what, we've got a lot of great feedback now, before we go into our feedback, Lee from Germany actually recorded a three-minute audio file with a bunch of information that he shared. 
So let me go ahead and play that, and, and I might even pause it as we go along here. Let's see what he had to say. All right. Hey, Cliff. Hey, Andy. It's Leandro calling in for Business Tech Weekly. Regarding your most current topic, sending large files over the internet, I believe I used to use the most famous one, which is usendit.com. Now, I used to use it because you had a one gigabyte upload limit, which was brilliant. And I think later they even went up to two gigabyte for free. And I do believe we're talking about free services here. If not, I do apologize because I so seldomly use these services because I normally just use my FTP server. Every now and then there is a connection failure. Maybe that's just maintenance going on or something like that because I am on a shared hosted server. Uh, you know, there might just be too much going on there. Anyway, um, if it has to be fast, well, that would be relative because uploading large files takes forever anyway. But yeah, if, if I do need a service that currently works, well, instead of you send it because they now only have a 100 megabyte limit. And yes, for me, 100 megabyte is way too small. I mean, I just send over a few family events that are recorded with video. And yes, even with the appropriate uh, compression, it is still sometimes 400, 500 megabytes large. And, you know, then I send over a few more and then it's a few gigs. Because you send it is not an option anymore. Um, what I use these days is either RapidShare at RapidShare.com, uh, TransferBigFiles.com, SlingFile.com, and then the other one is eSnips.com. Anyway, all of these are free, but you might want to also check the frequently asked questions for any limitations on those services like upload file limits. And uh, some of the questions that I've even received from people is how secure is the download link? Because there are these sniffer programs out there made by hackers, which just check those sharing sites, you know, uh, attack service if they can uh, brute force them. And, you know, eventually if they get a link, well, they can also get your file. Um, now, if you have premium subscriptions, when some of those services, because I do know they offer that as well, they you you can actually say how many times you know this link works. Uh, so you can click on it maybe three times. There's a time limitation. Uh, you can have an SSL secured layer connection, so you know it's encrypted and all sorts of other things. Now, an extra protection that I do is create a very complex password and then zip that you know make a secure zip file password zip file and then uh, you know even if someone does get that link well they won't be able to use you know they won't be able to brute force the password so easily anyway transferbigfiles.com they actually have a statistic on the site just showing off basically uh, how much gigabytes have been uploaded and and can be stored on their servers etc etc um but yeah basically they have a 1 gigabyte upload limit and the same goes for slingfile.com. Uh, they have a one gigabyte per file upload limit, but they actually offer 100 files at a time as well. So that's interesting. And it's all for free. But uh, yeah, so those are basically the services that I've been using uh, over the years, just in case my FTP goes down. Thank you very much and uh, take care. I'll tell you what, how awesome is it to have a community of people who right off the bat, not only do they ask the question, but before the show is even recorded, we have three minutes worth of wonderful feedback. That's amazing. And, and you know, and again, some people may not be as impressed by this as I am, but, uh, you know, ladies and gentlemen, he was in Germany. And you know what? It doesn't matter because with the Internet, it doesn't matter. You know, he could be anywhere in the world and he is. And, uh, you know, I. Cliff, I know you're in the Midwest, and I'm in uh, even further Midwest, or maybe you're on the East Coast, I should say. I used to think I was in the Midwest when I was in Indiana. Then I moved about 14 hours west, and I'm still in the Midwest. So 
the Midwest is big. Yeah, and what's cool is that uh, Lee in Germany is in the chat room with us recording live. Oh, yeah. Lee, thanks. Yeah. yeah, so thank you, Lee, very much. So he, he, gosh, if your head is spinning, don't worry. We're going to unpack this just a little bit because he shared a lot of information in three minutes and ten seconds. And I would like to go ahead and, first of all, point us over to the forum because there is, that, that's where we started this conversation, how a lot of things are going. And I will put a link to the conversation that has taken place in the forum for you guys who are listening via the podcast. So just head over to businesstechweekly.com and you'll have access to all of this. First of all, I wanted to share, he mentioned something about using FTP. Yeah, go ahead with that, Cliff. This is something that is my preferred method. And let me explain to you what it is and then why it's my preferred method. First of all, uh, if you own your own hosting account, this doesn't mean that you have your own domain. Like uh, businesstechweekly.com is a domain that I purchased. But with a domain, which we've talked about domains back in episode number one, if you missed that. Uh, But having a domain or owning a domain does not mean you have any space on the Internet. It's basically just an address. So it's kind of like having a P.O. box. You know, I can't really move any furniture in up at the post office, (laughs) but I have an address where people can send stuff to or 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 where information will get routed to me eventually. Now, if I have a place like, you know, a free web hosting service for a website such as Blogger, back in the file, back in the days they used to have these things called Angel Fire and all this other stuff. Uh, WordPress.com has a lot of free solutions for you to just post a blog and you can forward your domain to that. So that's not what I'm talking about here. But let's just say you have, um, you go to a company and you get an account called an, a hosting account where you're actually... Uh, purchasing space on a computer that is kind of your own home on the internet. It's kind of like you're renting some space on the internet to put your own files for your website out there. So that's what a hosting account is. Now, I have a hosting account through GoDaddy.com, which, by the way, is not a sponsor of this podcast. But I've had them for many years now. And I have a lot of storage space. Now, there are tons of other web hosts out there, Bluehost, DreamHost, all these other places. And for something like six bucks a month, okay, and I, and I want to highlight six bucks a month because this is cheaper than all of these premium services that we're going to talk about in a few minutes. Absolutely. So for six bucks a month, I get something like 300 gigabytes of space <laughs> on a hard drive. Now, yeah. even if I did not have my own website, which, by the way, we're talking about business technology and you should have your own website and you should have it on your <laughs> own hosting account. So let's just assume that we do. Chances are our website is only taking up at most maybe 50 megabytes of space on your 300 gigs available to you. So you have this gigantic space, this warehouse sitting there on the Internet that is yours you're paying for it. And basically, whenever I want to send a large file, and there have been times when I've needed to send like a, a 15 gigabyte 
video file that is uncompressed and it's a video project that I'm working on because somebody who is an expert in the field of video production is going to take a look at it and they're going to do a little post-production work for me and, and package up a file real nicely. And so to get that 15 megabyte file, using those free services aren't going to work because you heard some, you know, some of them have 100 megabyte limits, some of them have one gigabyte. How am I going to get a 15 gigabyte file over to them? Well, this is where FTP comes in, which FTP stands for File Transfer Protocol. And basically, if you just Google you know, FTP program, you'll find a ton of free solutions out there that will allow you to connect to your web server or your web host so that you can just easily drag and drop files from your desktop over to that space and it will upload them in the background. So I open up a program that I use called FileZilla, which is free, by the way. And FileZilla uh, will allow me to just drag and drop those over. Once it's up on my web, let's just say my, my domain is pointed to my own web service, which is gspn.tv, by the way. So gspn.tv takes you to the main folder of my hosting account on the web. Now, inside my main folder... I have a folder called temp only, T-E-M-P-O-N-L-Y. And that's where I drag all these files to. And once I drag these files to temp only, I can, let's just say this uh, is called largefile.zip. Okay, because I've zipped up the file to compress it a little bit. And I want to send it over to Andy. So Andy, what I would do is I would send you an email because I know that you can, you, if I give you the address of a file, you're going to know how to download that file. And the address meaning, when you say address, the, tell, tell our listeners what sure. you buy. The, what I'm going to do is I'm going to send you the URL. So it's going to be, let me give you an example. Let's just say it says uh, largefile.zip. So yep. I would send you an email and say, hey, Andy, here's the address of the file. HTTP colon slash slash gspn.tv slash temp only slash large file dot zip all right and that might sound a little intimidating to a lot of people cliff i mean it just might some of our listeners do this all the time yep and some of the, some of our listeners are going what the file what and ftp and that's exact yeah go ahead the bottom line is you could and this is a pitch for cliff you could pay cliff 95 bucks for one hour and it probably only take about 20 minutes. <laughs> but he could show you how to sign up for a host and have a free FTP transfer so that for 95 bucks you could essentially save. And I looked at a lot of these file sharing. The cheapest one I saw was $19 a month. So really for life, you could have you know, this option to share these huge files over the net with people. And I pointed out, and the reason I asked Cliff about the address is, by simply giving them an address on the web. I mean, you're going to have your own address and you're just going to send them to a URL. How much more simple can it be? If exactly. you want to know about Cliff, you go to gspn.tv. It's, it's a URL. We, we know and we understand URLs. And so it cannot be any simpler. It sounds confusing, but the solution can't be any simpler than simply saying, hey, just go to this URL. And that is where the file is going to sit. And that's where you can pull it down from. That's exactly right. Now, for those who understand what we are talking about and are able to do this, I do want to caution you when you just send somebody a, 
a, a hyperlink or a URL or an address of a file on your server, some people just don't know what to do with that. And there are some there are some email clients where that doesn't turn into a hyperlink that they can click on and it won't automatically just start downloading that file. So realizing that there are some people that I'm not sure what their technical uh, skills are or what what level they're at. So this is what I will do in instead. Now, if I was sending a file to Andy, I would just say, here's the link to the file. But I often have some folks out there who say, hey, Cliff, you know, I, I'm not a premium subscriber. And, and you know, it's just for whatever reason, but I would, I would so love to hear that one episode of the full-time mom podcast that you guys recorded. I heard so much about it. Can I buy that one episode from you? Well, if somebody's looking to do that, I, I usually say, if it's just one episode, let me just send you a, a, a link to it. Well, what I realize is that some people just don't know what to do with that URL or that link to that MP3 file or to that file that we've put on the internet. So yeah. what I will do is I will actually go to my website and I will create a dummy page. And by a dummy page, meaning that, you know, it, it, it could be something as simple as a, a plain HTML page. And all I do is I write real big bold print, uh, <laughs> right click here to download file. There you go. And then I highlight that, create a, U, create a link to that address that I just told you about. And when and then I I save that, put it up on the web, and it might say uh, GSPN. You know, I say, hey, go to this website address to download your file, and I could I could be, name that um, HTML document document GSPN.tv/slash Andy.html, and you, you go, go to that, and boom, it pulls up, and it just says right click here to download. You right click, and it says save link as, and boom, you're you're done. So that now, of course, that again is the technical end of it. And sure, you could you could hire us to to help you with something like that. But what about those out there, Andy? Like, you know, they've only come up with this maybe once in the last sure. six months. Great. So great, great there, example. There, there are a lot of services. What services have you used? Well, and, and my, you know, our friend Jay may not like this, but I've used Dropio a lot. And in large part because you know, and I, I don't know if your your behaviors on the on the on the web day to day, but I just have my browser open all the time, and so as much as I can have in my browser in my Firefox window accessible to me, you know that's that's sort that's sort of my that's sort of my desktop is my browser now because I do almost everything through the web. Um, you know, I have a Dropio, and that's drop.io, not drop.io.com. It's drop.io. Uh, I have a little uh, plug-in for Firefox, and I can literally create a new drop, they call them, or uh, you know, upload a, a new file with one click of a button through my browser. So I don't have to go to their website and upload and this and that. I can literally just take a file and drag it and drop it right there. So Dropio is the one that I use. Uh, as Jay mentioned earlier, and again, Jay, thanks for the feedback, uh, We, you know, it has its limitations. But I think that it has a lot of really slick um, tools, even in the free version. Like I said, the paid version is like 19 bucks a month. If you need it, go for it. But um, And to clarify, you know, none of these companies are sponsors. None of them have we talked to. Uh, you know, we go out there and we just try to find the best solutions. So not only do I use Dropio, we also, in the show notes, we'll have a link to um, you know, a list of 21 other options you could have. So there's just... And there's probably dozens more. Yeah. But I use Dropio, Cliff. What, 
Do you, do you use any now that you do all your FTP? No, I, I never use any of these sites. And let me explain to you why. Some of the some of these sites, uh, first of all, especially the free. Number one, I have no need to pay nineteen bucks a month for a service. There's just no. I mean, I'm not opposed to to paying for services. And and Lee had kind of brought that up. He says I'm su- I'm assuming we're talking about free. And my solution is not free, by the way. I mean, if you if you don't have a hosting account already, you need to pay. You know, at least six bucks a month for a hosting account. Sure, but I don't. I'm not opposed to paying twenty bucks a month if this is something I'm going to be using on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I'm sure that if you know, there's Dropbox, there's You Send It, there's all these other services. All of these will be linked in the show notes uh, over at BusinessTechWeekly.com. But I don't use any of them because if I were to need this, it would only be occasionally. And I would be using the free service. And what I don't like about the free service is, well, there's a reason why it's free. And it's usually filled with tons and tons of advertising. Mm-hmm. And so much of that advertising stuff is, is, can be filled with, you know, um, not malware, but, but software that tracks where you go on the web and all this other stuff. I mean, there's a reason why it's free. And it's because people, advertisers and, and banner ad companies actually pay to be play, to have code placed on their site that that helps them, you know, figure out things about the web and stuff like that. Have you ever heard of double click and all that other stuff? Sure, and you know, I think that's. I mean, again, this is the infancy of our show, and so I think it's helpful just to to be real, you know, all encompassing in a lot of ways. So let's not assume anyone knows exactly what we're talking about. Sometimes, and I think it's helpful to think about the fact that you know, for all these free services that you know we tell people about, you know, friends. People, these don't. These aren't services that exist because someone is just that generous, right? Or just boy, I just I just love the internet and I want to create free services. You know, Google's <laughs> Google's heart is not that great. You know, Google happens to be the greatest collector of information in, on the planet, and the way they do that is by giving away all their services for free. And so that's sort of a, just a step back from the situation. But yeah, all these free services, what they cost is they cost the fact that now they know how we act on the internet. Yeah. So that well, might be a little bit of a rabbit trail, but... Well, yeah, exactly. And, and, here's the, and, and this is where I think I can pull it back into this conversation. So sure. let's just say that I'm, a, let's just say that I'm an, the person in charge of a ministry, a, a, a ministry that has very high values uh, and principles when it comes to integrity and kind of things that are viewed on the web and all this other stuff, Right. And what if what if I am getting ready to come, um, you know, visit your church to give a talk? Sure. All right, and I'm going to send you a 15 megabyte PowerPoint presentation on uh, sexual purity. Mm-hmm. All right, so I go to one of these free online services that don't charge me a penny, so that I can send you this 15 megabyte file, so that you can go ahead and load it on your computer system and your church. Make sure it's gonna all, you know, you can go ahead through ahead of time, so it's there waiting for me, and there's no surprises. It looks great on their servers, and and it looks great using their PowerPoint presentation so- version of the software. Mm-hmm. They they just want to, so I want to send this to your church for me to be prepared to talk to your church. And then all of a sudden, I use one of these services. I send you the link. It says, hey, so-and-so just sent you a, shared a file with you on such and such site. Click here to get it now. And then all of a sudden, you see nothing but, you know, bosoms in your face. <laughs> you see where I'm going with that? I mean, that those... Absolutely. Absolutely. Know, and I think it speaks to, I think, the heart of Business Tech Weekly. What we want this to be is, 
you know, this show is for business owners and that might be solopreneurs, people like Cliff and I who don't have employees, or it might be for people who have some employees. But the point is, we're here to help you look more professional. Exactly. We're here to make you look bigger than you are probably. You know, uh, you know, we're pretty transparent that, you know, about the size of our business personnel wise, but you know, why not look professional all the time? And, and, and I, and I love the point cliff of, whether you're a ministry or your business, that there's no reason sometimes, I think, to use these free services and compromise looking professional, you know? Exactly. That, that's exactly right. And, and not only that, but why brand somebody else's business? Yeah, absolutely. When you could actually bring them back to your website using like yeah. what I was talking to, you know, you, uh, when I send somebody a link, basically it, it I don't send them to I don't create an HTML document. I actually go into my gspn.tv or I'll go to podcast answer man and it'll be actually a a page built in there and I would actually say, "Hey, the the page would be G, or po, let's say podcastanswerman.com/andytrob." And, there you go. And, and, and what, they're like, wow, I got my own URL. Exactly. And the answer is, yeah, you do. Exactly. Because I'm a professional. Exactly. You know? and, and, and what's going to happen is when you go to that domain, it's going to say, hey, Andy, thank you so much for your business. Um, here's a couple notes about this file, by the way. Uh, go ahead and just right-click this link. And y- you know, if you're using Internet Explorer, it'll say save target a- or no, save copy, you know, save link as. If you're using Firefox, it'll say copy link locate or save link as. Uh, if you have any questions, here's my phone number. Give me a call. I really appreciate your business. And boom, that's that's all on the web page with yeah. all the instructions. You talk about professional, and it's on your website. Which, by the way, you have your ba- you have your sidebar with your stuff about right. your other products and services. So right. it just drives more stuff back to your site, back to your business, back to who you are, and you're branding yourself and not one of these free services. And I think there's an issue uh, as well. You know, I love free services. Don't get me wrong. And we're going to talk mm. about a ton of them. <laughs> yes, we you know, are. In a lot of ways, they're sort of the backbone of our businesses. But at the same time, you know, there's areas where you should not compromise. You know, uh, the compromise for a long time was to have dial-up or high-speed. Well, now there's, that's not a question. You can't compromise on that anymore. You know, and, and that might sound silly to some people, but there's still a lot of people using very free services, not because they're better, but because they're free. And, uh, you know, we're here to tell you as small business owners... Uh, sometimes free can actually cost you a lot yes. because it, it can look, ju- it just makes you look ridiculous sometimes. And again, we want to be an encouragement and a help to you. And that's why we want your feedback and your questions. But the goal again here at Business Tech Weekly is to help you learn about technology that will help you get more money, that will help your customers better, and that will help your business grow um, so you can feed your family and tithe your church and all those great things and be, you know, do the American way, which is to, to run a great business. And, and that's the, you can really, you, it's, you don't control really anything at all when you use these free services. And that's what people need to understand. That's right. And, and, and I love what you said. We're not opposed to free services. And we are going to actually recommend that you do use a ton of free services 
over the next hundred or so episodes of Business Tech Weekly. Uh, but, Absolutely. But when it comes to file sharing, our recommendation here is not to use them. We're going to go ahead and put the links in there. We recognize that some folks out there are, you know, that maybe there's going to be some situations where just sending a w- one file over the internet yep. is not going to really damage anything for you whatsoever. So these options are out there. We're going to put links at businesstechweekly.com and we will uh, share that. But as far as our professional opinion on how, what's the best way to do these things, I, I say let's let's talk about how to zip these files up, put them on your own web server, and create a custom page for your client and make this thing look awesome. And there's absolutely there are ways to do that with great security where people can't get your content for free and and stuff like that. And so if you're interested in more information about that, contact myself or Andy and and we'll we'll help you out there. And by the way, if you want to send your audio feedback and your questions, you can do so on our listener voicemail hotline, which is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week at area code 859-795-4067. Again, that's area code 859-795-4067. Now, before we talk about next week, Andy, do you want to explain to folks how they can make sure they get next week's episode? Absolutely. And I say this not as a pitch man, but as a member, you know, uh, I'm not just the president, I'm a client, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, and I'm not the president either, but, uh, I'm a plus member friends. And what that means is that I, there's a lot of things that means, but one of them is that I wanted more content. You know, I, I, I sort of was bothered by the fact that I, you know, stumbled upon uh, cliff and gspn.tv and, and, you know, that I, I wanted to listen to more shows. And I was kind of like, where are all these shows are talking about? I, I, they were episode 134, and I only see four episodes. Well, that's an exaggeration, but it's because I wasn't a Plus member. And, and now I am a Plus member. And what that means is for 10 measly bucks a month, you know, 30 cents a day, I get access to literally thousands of podcasts. And uh, it's because they're a, they are a premium and so when you become a Plus member, for instance, with this show, you know, our first three shows have been free and they're going to be out there on iTunes forever and ever and ever. But our next week's show will not be on iTunes unless you're a Plus member. And so, uh, or we'll, won't have access through uh, gspn.tv or businesstechweekly.com unless you're a Plus member. And so, you know, I, I'm a Plus member because I wanted more content. I thought it was good and great and wonderful. And what I found, Cliff, is that the content is great and it's worth every penny. I mean, really, what's 10 bucks a month to most people? But what I found is the, the greatest advantage to Plus membership is the community itself, is the people, you know, is, is the chat rooms, is the fact that, you know, Lee and, and Germany and myself, you know, we're going to become friends somehow. You know, I mean, there's just a community of people that build up around the Plus membership. Currently, it's 305 of us. And I say us because it's a family. And we know that we're supporting Cliff and his family. And uh, so Plus Membership gives you a lot of things, but fundamentally, it'll give you more content. You'll get your own unique feed within iTunes so that uh, when you open up uh, your, your iTunes, you're going to get every single show um, you know, access to that. And then also within the webpage, you're going to have your own special access within gspn.tv. So um, Cliff has set up an amazingly smooth system. And uh, you know, I just really encourage you guys to try it out and, and i i don't know why anyone would ever cancel all right man well i thank you for that and and if you want to become a plus member want to learn more about it head over to gspn.tv slash plus 
By the way, we are going to uh, make a commitment to you. You will have a minimum of one episode per month, sometimes two, of Business Tech Weekly on the free feed. Uh, But if you want to get a show every single week, uh, you as a Plus member will have access to, like Andy said, a special feed that's just for you. And you will get an episode every single week of Business Tech Weekly. But as a Plus member, the $10 a month isn't just for this show. Uh, if if you're a small business, small to medium business owner, you'll also want to know about socialmediaserenity.com. And not to mention, just go to gspn.tv slash shows and you will see a list of 22 podcasts that we produce. And as Plus member, you get access to every single episode of every show, which as of today, uh, well over 1,700 podcast episodes. Next week, Andy, what are we talking about? Well, we're going to talk about the granddaddy of them all, something that will save your business hundreds, possibly thousands of dollars, and that's the Google Documents suite. And uh, again, we talked a lot about free tools and, and sort of the pitfalls, but this is one that I'm, I'm pretty much sold out on. Uh, I bought into it completely, even though it's free. I use it absolutely every single day in my business and my personal life, and I don't, I don't know of a better service out there. So we're going to be talking about the Google Docs suite. That's correct. If you have not used Google Docs for your word processing, for your spreadsheets, and gosh, they're even adding more features and functionalities, we're going to talk about all that next week. We hope that you'll join us. If you want to join us live uh, on Thursday mornings, we record this show live in front of an internet audience uh, over at gspn.tv slash live every Thursday morning at 730 Eastern Time, 6.30 a.m. Central for Andy, and uh, we encourage you to come join us live if you're able to do that. Until next time, everybody, join the community.